Welcome back to another episode of today's episode. We watched, or I watched, Curon, Netflix's newest TV show, dealing sort of about like a haunting of Hill House type vibe. Yep. And basically, but it's an Italian, it's an Italian thriller series. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw the pilot, so we'll be discussing that. And you did some research on it, right? Yes, I did. this is a show that uh, kind of it's big on uh, authenticity, such as where they filmed it. Like Huron is actually a place in Italy, and they filmed it on those streets. They also mentioned Milan a little bit, so I wasn't surprised to hear that. Yeah, and I mean they also filmed like kind of all around Italy, uh, places mostly around Huron. It's beautifully shot. There's a lot of cool cinematographer. Uh, like elements where we get these deep shots of the city and the town yeah i read that there was a lot of like kind of exterior shots that they use which i know a lot of shows do to kind of like show that they have a budget even if they don't Hmm. um so that was interesting and uh do they use any drone shots is my question yeah i mean the main character or one of the main characters builds his own drone and flies that around so. so Okay. But the drone shots are, like, when you see it from the drone's point of view, it's, like, shaky cam footage a little bit. So is it kind of trying to be amateur in that way? No, it's just, like, an old VCR-type, black-and-white type, I'm in a drone. Oh, you know? right. So, um, before I get into kind of the reviews and what people are saying and kind of how it got made, what, uh... What exactly, could you give us a summary of the episode? Yeah, let's talk about the plot a little bit, because this thing, this thing has a monster plot. Um... In the first scene, uh, we have Anna, who's, like, dragged in by her father, and he's holding a gun, and we're in this middle of, a, like, a mansion, and it's very creepy vibes right at the beginning. We've heard, like, the church bells in the background, um, and her mother is super unhinged and basically comes up to her and is like, I know what's going on with you. And then her father shuffles her to a room and says, lock yourself up, stay here, and then disappears. Is the mom kind of shown as antagonistic or is it just like she... She's like a witch a little bit from the beginning. You kind of, you think she's, oh, she's like, could be, something's going on with her. And the father is kind of being the protagonist, like trying to keep her safe. I guess you trust the guy with the gun more right now because he's being nice to his daughter. But at the same time, Anna starts hearing screaming down the hallway or downstairs and thinks, I got to get out of here. I got to see what's going on. So she runs downstairs just as her mom is getting blown away by the gun. But her dad's no longer holding it anymore. Instead, we see this girl turn around and it's her, but like with this evil smirk on. And you're just like, ah, and then she faints as her dad, who we later learn is named Thomas, tackles the other version of her who's just shot the mom. And then we zone out from there and suddenly Anna is 37 years old, no longer a teenager. Um, and she's driving uh, her kids in the middle of the night. So I am here of you, but with the opening, did it kind of remind you of like Truth or Dare, where like every single time there was a, another person, the person like gets smirked and that's how they showed the evilness? No, it wasn't like an outrageous smirk. It was kind of just like, I'm, it's like a Marianne type. Well, that was a pretty outrageous smirk too. Uh, It was just clearly she was not a good person. The one who shot her. Clearly like evil. Yeah, I said evil. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we jump to Anna. She has her kids in the car. They're 17. They're twins. 
and we quickly learn their names are Daria and Maro. Um, and they're, they're, they're my favorite characters for different reasons, but there is a lot of like cliche things that happen, which is pretty funny to watch break down. But while they're driving in the car, Daria's on her phone, but also messing with her brother. She's kind of a rule breaker, prankster, just a teenager. She smokes, she drinks, we see all that um, happen. What, what age would you like guess? I said they're both 17, they're oh, twins. Both 17, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Maro is different in that he's smart because he's built his own drone. He literally puts on this headset and like releases it out into the uh, into this place that they're going, which is Curon again. Is he, is he like a nerd smart or is he like actually gets intelligent? He's just timid. Uh, he has like a hearing aid. Um, he's not nerdy nerdy, but he, he is very reserved and uh, he loves his drone and so he loses that immediately because i don't know there was like something going on in the car and it crashes in into the ocean so he later on in the episode goes to find it um but when they get to the home that they that anna was originally from the one where her mom was shot uh they get there and the only one there is the father he wants him gone immediately he's like anna i told you to leave and i wanted you to leave for good um, and that hasn't changed. He has these weird masks on the wall. Uh, one of Krampus. Apparently he makes these things. Looks like the devil creatures. That's his, that's his job, to make masks? No, no, no. Like, I think he just owns the hotel. But um, no one stays there except for him. And uh, I think they're just independently wealthy. <laughs> uh, then, after that, they go, because Thomas has basically kicked them out from her childhood home, Anna and her kids go to this bar slash restaurant to kind of just plot things out. It's the middle of the night still, but there are a ton of people there. And she sees this person named Albert. Daria, her daughter, who's super perceptive, is like, you know that guy? And her mom's like, no, 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 I, not really. Um, and then there's a blackout at the bar. And then Anna's like, this place never changes, even though she hasn't been there in 17 years. Um, and she tells Maro to pull out his flashlight on his camera which he does, and they start to leave, even though they were sitting at a table. I guess they hadn't ordered yet. Strange, yeah. Yeah. Thomas shows up, the dad, and it's just like, you can stay here. You can stay for one night. <laughs> so wait, Thomas shows up at the In bar. In the middle of the blackout. Yeah, he, he meets them at the door almost, and he's like, you can stay for one night. So then we are back at the hotel that Anna grew up in. Um, we've learned that Anna is kind of on the run from her husband. Her, I guess they're divorced. She doesn't want her kids having any interaction with them. She takes their phones. It's kind of controlling about it. Have we seen the husband or did we just hear No, remember, we, we start off with Anna old in the car driving her kids to this new town. So okay. very similar to these other shows that this is where, where families move back to their old town, uh, like typewriter. And we, we start with or lock and key, we start with the family coming to the home. Right. Yeah. Um, and haunting of Hill House. Uh, so, basically, they all go to sleep, sort of, and Anna immediately starts having nightmares about her past. Um, and then everybody starts going on their own adventure. Mara wakes up to this thunking noise, which he can apparently hear even though his hearing aid is out. Didn't quite yeah. make sense to me. Uh, he woke up, he yells at his sister to wake up 
because uh, they're in the same room, just in a different bed. Um, and his sister wakes up and is just like, couldn't give less of a shit. She's just like, well, now I'm up. Goes to take a bath um, <laughs> in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah, it gets hotter. Um, so then we see her taking a bath and she just decides, I guess, without locking the door to bring out a vibrator and start masturbating right there. Is this is isn't this like the night before school? Yeah, this is a, this is the night before school. And that's another odd thing. Like how are they enrolled in school if the mom wasn't even sure that the dad would accept them in the home? Like it seems like you put your priorities on the wrong Maybe thing. Maybe they were going to sleep in the car out. Yeah, but everybody's having this a different adventure. So Morrow then starts looking for where that funky noise came from, finds this room, uh and this is one of my favorite scenes because there he sees like water coming out from underneath the door and you're like you hear the pitching of the violin and you're thinking wow this build up is good and then he turns the handle it's locked and you're just like oh man you were tricked as an audience you don't get to see what happens but then suddenly he pulls out like a lock picking kit and you're just like oh cool and so he's back to like about to open that door again and then from what you get a wide shot down the hallway going closer and closer and closer and and then at the last second you realize you're seeing from thomas's perspective he stops him from opening the door and he's like what you heard was my pacemaker <laughs> the pacemaker that was inside his like chest which made no sense how but but yeah and he basically gets Morrow to leave I mean, him that, alone. Mean, that makes sense i mean when you don't want someone to go searching anywhere you would make up any excuse even if it doesn't make sense probably. i guess he just wraps him in a big hug and he's like this is what you heard and he like pushes his head towards his very odd heart. yeah um I, I i mean it was fine um then the mom wakes up from her nightmare goes to find her kids finds just walks in on her kid on daria uh you know in the bathroom and that's awkward uh she has her headphones in so she didn't even hear her mom <laughs> the mom makes a funny joke about like her not getting pregnant that way they start smoking together in the bathroom and then they're kind of while she's taking a bath well she gets out of the bath when her mom comes in she's just like okay um they all go back to bed but before daria and maro are saying good night Daria kind of realizes her mom is afraid to go back to sleep and she's like so do you gotta do you want to sleep here tonight and the mom's like yeah uh and Daria like makes room for her but then the mom just goes to Thomas or sorry um to uh Morrow's bed and and ends up like with him nothing sexual about it, it was just kind of an yeah, odd scene uh Daria was like kind of pissed off about that though you could tell and then we jump to the morning and it's the first shot that we get of anything happening uh, with light uh outside so that's when they go to school um but before they go to school they see thomas outside feeding a wolf in a cage and they're like and he's his excuse is it took my dog so i took it and then they were like so we decide to, to give it like a home basically no, no 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 he's like i'm taming it and they're like it's a wolf and they're like anything can be tamed and like in my mind that's like parallelism and uh foreshadowing of like what could possibly be in the future because of what we saw earlier. Then we get these cool shots of this. You remember Ragnarok, that series? Yeah, uh, the series has been compared a lot to that. Oh, for real? Yeah. Because that's what the town looked like as they were driving in for the school that day. And also the whole idea of them going to school is very is something that happens in Ragnarok. Instead of two brothers, you got the sister and the brother. But And that's where the mix comes in kind of weird. Um, yeah, so 
they get to the school and Daria being Daria, I guess, uh, decides she wants to get in with the cool kids right off the bat. And she sees this kid like sending out flyers, like some sort of uh, comic in New York City trying to get people to go to it. But instead he's like, go to my party, go to my party. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like totally ignoring Daria and her brother. so and, the people that he's giving the flyers to, they just accept it? With like, yeah, they're like the cool kids. But then Daria just trips him and <laughs> for ignoring her. And uh, then there's cool techno music that, like, pops up in the background uh, as she's, like, everyone gets impressed that she tripped the cool kid. As, and then, as you do. Yeah. And then uh, what is what happens? Oh, we flip to, like, the first scene of them in class. They're sitting next to each other, Maro and... Daria and they both have to introduce themselves people start laughing at Maro and it's like hearing aid or whatever but then Daria stands up and flips her hair back and then says something mean about the teacher's crucifix on her wall and does like the same exact like I'm going to be confident here and the music pops back up and then everyone's impressed again so they're probably so they're trying to show that they're polar opposites I assume no not really because it's more like um Daria really feels for her brother and is like protective of him but she explains it later on she's like uh it's like prison if they don't respect you they eat you and then he's like he looks at her weird and she says I saw it on Orange is the New Black and that becomes an on-running joke like they refer to Orange is the New Black in this Italian show several times yeah um then someone steals Maro's hearing aid like the cool kid, I think, takes his hearing aid and, like, Daria just immediately knees him in the balls and just grabs it and then they walk away. So she's not afraid to, like, really stand up for herself, basically. Yeah. Um, and so then they go looking for the drone that Morrow lost. They see this creepy guy who knows who they are somehow and basically is like, don't come around here. I don't like you guys. Um, and then the kids drive up again the party kids and they say something along the lines of like we're sorry let's introduce ourselves uh you want to come to our party and daria really wants to go maro not so much but she convinces him afterwards they'll go look for his drone again and so then suddenly we're in elite uh control z type party and it's but it's instead of being inside it's outside there's tons of lights in there at this old like mausoleum thing and they explain it as being one of Mussolini's old like layers or something. Um, and uh, and so Daria goes dancing and Maro's sitting there and having this weird conversation about them being twins with these people who are asking him about his relationship with his sister. And he's like, um, they're heterozygous. And then she popped out first, but he's closer to his mom's that's, heart. Yeah, that's strange. And it was just like, okay. Um, And then Thomas, we get a slight view of Thomas and Anna talking at the house, and he's like, you have to leave, or your nightmares are going to become real. And then we flip back to the party, Daria is drinking, Maro kind of leaves because he's upset that his sister won't, like, she said she was going to just be there for five minutes, and she's... She's there for longer. Yeah, and she tries to get him to stay longer, but he doesn't. He goes off in search of the drone, goes to the woods, finds a boat, goes out in the water, she goes and does a drinking game on the ledge or handrail of like a dock 
where they you stand up on the dock and there's like five kids all standing there with their drinks and like they have to keep drinking until people fall yeah and whoever falls first loses so basically um, a game and yeah that, it is a drinking game um and then they're like, if you hear the bell, it's the middle of the night. If you hear the bells, that means that you're going to die because they're staring out at that church bell thing. Right, yep. um, and Morrow has his, Morrow is out on a boat, like, and he's got his phone open to a Find My Drone app. Mm-hmm. And he's almost found it. And then they shoot it, like, back to back. There's a blackout again. And no one f- picks up their phone again. Uh, and Daria and uh, Morrow in two separate places fall into the ocean at the same time. Um, yeah. And he grabs his drone and she is transported like into a dream state into a forest where she sees like a wolf chasing her or something. And then she gets she flips back to the party, starts making out with this girl who likes her. Um, and then Morrow goes back home, tries to fix his drone hears a noise the same thunking noise from before knows it's not thomas's pacemaker goes upstairs to the same door does the same thing with the pick lock thing he walks into the room it's super creepy you realize that it's anna's room from when she was a kid and you do the slow turn in the dark looking at all her things and then you see someone's in the room like against the wall kind of just in the fetal position gagged and bound and then you see that it's anna and then you're like freaked out so he walks over there and in my mind i'm like not the same anna it's not your mom and then he like takes off the little like scarf thing that's holding her and it's like mom like what, what are, you, are you here and then she like reaches out to touch his chin and then just like smacks him and then runs out the room and uh then thomas finds uh maro on the ground picks him up puts him into his his bed thing and was like and says like it was just a dream and i was like my ass it was just a dream and then he picks up his old gun again and walks out and i guess it's like we going hunting for annas <laughs> so and that's how they kind of leave the storyline for us so it was it was pretty interesting and i thought that there was definitely some um cooler elements to it like there are so many shows like this that I mentioned. Marianne, Ragnarok, Haunting of Hill House, Lock and Key, Typewriter, o- October Faction. And like five out of those seven are like terrible. Yeah. <laughs> They're just bad shows. Yeah, so wait, so you wouldn't put that in the terrible thing then? Yeah, so far I'd say that this was fine. I was tricked with Lock and Key though. I thought that that was going to be a better show than it was. So I'm not saying that this show didn't have some ridiculous like things that I, but it was more fun to laugh with the show than it was to laugh at the show. Uh, yeah. Does so does this show kind of have like a lot of humor then? To, like, or does it, or is it like more yeah serious? Yeah. There's a. I don't think that it's a comedy show at all. I think it's mostly meant to be creepy, but I think the characters bring enough. Uh, personality to each one of them at least the two siblings do if they miscast those people I think it would be the most boring show because they have to hold it together kind of Um, and like it's such a drab village that they live in now and it's and you're seeing like just dark blues everywhere that if you don't have characters doing some like snappy stuff then it gets boring so there but you but you would say that the two main are the kind of heart and soul of the show like they they really keep it together I'm sure we're going to see more of Anna. Yeah. So uh, Anna's probably the most heart and soul version of it. But if it's anything like Typewriter, 
where there were two versions of the evil thing, like one one real and then one evil version, uh, then you it's later on in the series where we'll start seeing Anna really get flushed out as a character. Yeah. I mean, this show has been compared to Jordan Peele's Us, which came out in wow, 2019. Really? It's you know, from some reviews I've read. When I was reading it... didn't it, deal at all with race. It, remind, well, <laughs> it reminded me a lot of Lock and Key, which... Uh, which I saw the first episode of as well. How did it remind you of Lock and Key? Well, when I was just reading the descriptions and hearing um, kind of about, you know, the fact that they were young people and they were having to, like, try and find their mom and and all this different type of stuff. It Mm -hmm. was, it reminded me a lot of that. Um, This show has kind of a craziness. I won't spoil anything about it, but I'll say that it deals a lot with flashbacks, deals a lot with kind of, not twists, but information that you will get and then understand um, from there, which I guess you could say about any TV show. Mm-hmm. It had four writers. It was created. Four by, writers all together. So four writers basically came into a room I've, and thought, we're going to map this out and then I just wrote the so. entire series. Yeah. And then it was created by four people. Did you say how many episodes? Is it like 13? Seven. Seven. It's okay. Seven. 45 minute episodes, basically. And then mm-hmm. it was uh, based on, um, the concept was based on by uh, three people wrote it. But the interesting thing about the four writers is that they're not, they've all written movies, however, they wrote the same movies, and they worked on the same movie, so and it was friends. only one movie, yes, so, yeah. so they're friends, so that's, that's interesting. Um, did any of this, you said that it looked good, um, but did any of it look cinematic? Yeah, I already said that. I usually, I use the word cinematic. Oh. The, um, the uh, having seen the pilot, I can guess some things that may have happened or occurred that might be explained later on. Um, we'll go ahead and make a prediction. Yeah, or, or. yeah, sort of a prediction. I think that Thomas's character uh, has been trying to do with the wolf what he did to with uh, with the other Anna, which was tame her, I guess, the crazy version of her or the evil version of her. Mm-hmm. And that's why she would... And I think the reason why he kicked them out at first and then allowed them back in is because he had to make sure that that room was sealed off before he allowed them to stay the one night and then he said after that one night they had to leave because he couldn't risk her coming out i don't understand why he wouldn't have put more locks in place or something for that room like i understand he locked it but like after the kid he saw the kid trying to open that door he Probably could have put a chair in front of the door or something like that, you know. In front I, I think that was, I mean, he could have told them, I don't want you guys going into that room or something. Well, along I mean, the curiosity killed the cat, maybe. So that might have not done it fully. But. Hmm. I just think that it was kind of blatantly just left out there. To, it, she was only like tied with her hands. It seemed like she could have gotten that out of that at that point. The show has gotten some weird reviews as a 5.5 on IMDb, but it's has only been reviewed by 293 people and it doesn't have a Rotten Tomatoes score, but it does have two tomatoes. So, uh, a two lot of tomatoes. Yes. Yeah, so out of it needs at least five to have a Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. Yeah, so at great. least you can search it up. The last show that we looked at didn't even like I typed it in there. Operation Buffalo. Yeah. Remember? And yeah. then it just like it didn't wasn't even in Rotten Tomatoes. Well, then again, this is on Netflix. But the reviews were the of the two tomatoes were saying it's it's fine, it's interesting, but it can get kind of dull at some points, and it also leaves a lot of things up to question. I won't give away anything, but something about the end of the series is that they leave a lot of things up in the air and huh. um, 
and it's not sure if it's going to get a second season or not, but a lot of people are saying that if it does, like, this show was made for more than just one season. This isn't just, like, a one-season But it's show. not based off a book or anything. That's what was inter- interesting yeah, to me. Yeah, no. Um, I would say that just because it's not in English doesn't mean that you should stay away from it. I think that it was easy to read the subtitles and, in the end, understand the characters perfectly well through them. Can you give it a grade out of 10 that you would? Yeah, I'd give it a solid 8. The uh, the reason I like the kids also is because they weren't, like, super wholesome or anything. Like, Daria, you definitely saw doing all, like, uh, smoking, uh, drinking... Uh, being like kind of just rambunctious but not to the point where it's super annoying Ridiculous, yeah. or adult like where you're watching a 30 like year old play a yeah um, or any of those other shows like Elite where you see them just acting ways that no kid would act she's at just least following a format like that, yeah yeah, I I mean, they also did this thing where they hinted at how Anna knew Albert I assume they used to be something together but, uh, and I believe that the person that was handing out the flyers, wasn't his name Lucas? Was that it, or did they say his name? There were several cool kids, but there was one just one dick. I don't understand why it would be cool to take someone's hearing aid while they're yeah. walking out of class. Like, well, especially, they're, like... They're bullies, so I mean... Yeah, but that seems just beyond... Like, I feel like everyone would turn against you, not just the new kids <laughs> you see someone take someone's hearing it you want to just kick their ass i will say this show kind of revolves around three storylines and one of the storylines was introduced this season lucas um he he's kind of a big part of the show huh um and then it's of course the kids and then thomas kind of like you were mentioning on uh, and again it's everything's told through flashbacks that you kind of need to know so i wonder if they ageified thomas forward or backwards because he did look different but he didn't look super older than he was before i'm not exactly sure if thomas had played anyone but i believe that anna has played someone you should probably know where she's from um uh not really which which version of her the young version or younger no like older older old version okay she looks like a lot of people so she she was a recurring character in sense eight um, oh, that's the only English I didn't show. see enough of Sensei. As far as the Morrow guy goes, that guy is crazy. He was born in 1997, but he's been the main star, including in this show, of seven TV series where he's played a main... All Italian? Role. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. And he's been in some films and other TV shows where he's played minor roles, but that's, that's kind of crazy to me that you would star in seven different TV shows. And these weren't like... These weren't short-running TV shows. One of them was like 150 episodes or something like that. And so yeah, I'm uh, trying to think of like who would be the equivalent here because it's like if you get famous on one TV show and as a kid in America, you kind of either get stapled into that character or your career takes off and you become yeah. a Disney like type. Well, of he was he was on a Disney show, but wait, an Italian Disney show or a well, Italian Disney show? No, he wasn't <laughs> in any English show. But yeah, okay, was, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who you could really compare that to. Watch in ten years as he's like the biggest thing here and it's like he spoke english this whole time um yeah so anyways i liked it i think people should give it a chance uh even if it has a 5.5 radion uh imdb before we go i do want to ask you said that this was creepy but would you say it was more creepy or more kind of a supernatural teen drama like which side of the aisle does it no like if i had been watching it with lights off and just by itself um hey what is that like a knock at supernatural no, like an ad, like an actually. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I was, yeah. I was joking. Um, 
piano's room when we saw him pan through that that was legitimately like kind of heart thumping because when you saw someone sitting there it was just like a pacemaker <laughs> yeah i guess people if you're on a pacemaker just parental guidance i guess sit with someone so that they can resuscitate you one thing i like about reviewing the pilots is that uh I don't have to worry about having missed so much of the show. Like, it, I actually felt like I understood everything about it because you start at the beginning. Yeah. That's not to say that we're not going to continue doing what we're doing, where we just go random to random episodes, because that's a lot of fun, too. Yeah, we're trying to fill in the blanks. But at the same time, uh, this was a good breather for me. Um, next, next time, you'll be the one watching the episode. I'll do the research, and uh, we'll hope it's a good show. All right. That's it. Bye.